canned food on the sly. This tiny piece of sweet potato pie or one slim little candy cane could hardly do any real damage, right? They reasoned with one another. At their last supper club dinner, Jillian, the barrel-shaped pet groomer with the nest of wild orange hair and garish clothing scents, admitted that she had already gained back half of the weight she'd lost during the fall months. Now, here they were in March, and James Henry, head librarian of the Shenandoah County Library main branch, also ruefully confessed that he had steadily been gaining weight instead of losing it. The supper club members had vowed to get back on track and to be fitter and healthier come summertime. James knew he should be thinking about how he'd look in June, should he suddenly decide to mow the back lawn shirtless. Instead, he stared at the proffered pastry and could only imagine how wonderful it would taste. Shrugging his shoulders, he cast aside all thoughts of dieting and accepted the eclair from the woman wearing a green apron and an artificial smile. The moment he did, she began to tell him where the pastries were located in the freezer aisle and how they could be served at his next party. But James wasn't listening. The second he popped the soft pastry into his mouth and the sweet custard oozed over his tongue, he closed his eyes and surrendered to the blissful taste. He chewed, swallowed, and released a sigh of contentment. He wanted more. Unfortunately, the bite-sized piece was gone, so he tried to make do by licking a centimeter-sized smudge of chocolate from his left knuckle. Maybe I could do some shopping and go back. That lady might not recognize me, or someone else might come to take her place. I could have a second sample. Buoyed by his plan, James pushed his cart up the frozen food aisle. He really had no reason to be there, as he didn't have any frozen foods on his grocery list. If he admitted the truth to himself, which he wouldn't, James would have to acknowledge that the only reason he came over to this side of the store in the first place was to get closer to the display of jumbo-sized bags of tortilla chips, potato chips, pretzel rods, and, of course, cheese puffs. James worked in Quincy's Gap, a small town nestled in a narrow valley beneath the Blue Ridge Mountains. His town didn't have a large enough population to support more than one grocery store, let alone a mammoth warehouse store, so he made quarterly runs to the discount warehouse in Harrisonburg, Virginia. He didn't mind, as he enjoyed running errands for his beloved library. He also liked the idea of saving money. The library budget was stretched thin at the best of times, and he derived a simple pleasure from purchasing scotch tape, printer paper, ink cartridges, and other office supplies. It gave him a sense of industry and purpose. And if he were honest with himself, he'd also admit that he loved tasting the store's free food samples. With the eclair's sweetness still coating his tongue, James steered a cart the size of a compact car down the wide and congested aisles. He passed the frozen food section and turned down the first of the refrigerated food aisles. Ignoring the shelves of milk, cottage cheese, and yogurt, 
James paused in front of a case filled with cheerful yellow tubs of chocolate chip cookie dough. Make 72 cookies, James murmured, picturing a heaping spoonful of dough. Not if I had that tub at home. There might be enough dough left to make 22 cookies. Tearing his gaze from the tubs, James spied another woman wearing a green apron at the end of the aisle. Pushing his cart a little faster, he swerved around a man squinting at the products inside the butter and margarine case and pulled up next to the woman as she was removing a tray of hors d'oeuvres from a small toaster oven. Mini pizza bagels, James said, delighted, and lined up behind her tiny counter. After thanking the woman and giving her a smile of sincere gratitude, he immediately stuffed a bagel into his mouth, ignoring the molten tomato sauce bubbling.